When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Winning Cures Everything. Now for your hosts, Gary and Chris. Welcome in. Winning Cures Everything. Get my video adjusted here, it looks like. <laughs> I'm Gary. I'm Chris. And this is the Monday, July 20th edition of the show. Lots to discuss. We are going football heavy today because it appears that we are going to have football in one shape or another coming up in just a month or so. I'm kind of excited about it. So, uh, before we get all that stuff started, though, winningcureseverything.com is the website. Go on and check it out. All of our picks, previews, podcasts, videos, social media platforms, you can find everything that you need to over there, make sure that you do it. So, uh, and then, of course, the podcast. Make sure you're subscribed to the podcast. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, whatever your favorite podcast app is, we are going to be right there every single day, Monday through Friday, uh, at least for the time being. Once we get into August and September and whatnot and our schedule changes a little bit, we will let you know. But for now, so far as we know, Monday through Friday, Go on and check it out. Check out the podcast. Subscribe. Leave a nice five-star review. If you are watching the show live, that means you are on either Periscope, Twitch, Facebook, or YouTube. Make sure you are subscribed at whichever platform is your choice. Knock those things out. And if you're watching the show, down there in the bottom left-hand corner of your screen, whichever platform you are on, you can join in the conversation. It all populates right there in our little chat box where you can be the driver of the narrative, uh, narrative of the show. So, go ahead and jump in. Matt already jumps in on YouTube. He said, what's up? What is up, Matt? How is everybody today? Hopefully, all of you are having wonderful afternoons. It has been one hell of a day. How about you, Chris? Same here, man. Got a late start, and it just totally set my whole day back. It, uh, Yeah, when, when things don't go... I, I kind of have an idea in my head every day of what my schedule is going to be. And when things get thrown off, it just all goes to hell in a handbasket incredibly quickly. So I've been struggling to catch up basically all day. Yep. I mean, it's just, same, a, same here. just a disaster. So uh, with that said, we'll, we'll get out of the personal talk and whatnot, and we will actually discuss some sports because, by God, we got baseball coming up this weekend. Well, th- this week. It's Thursday, right? Thursday's open today. I think. Yep, we, we lost Chris. Chris, uh, Chris froze. Uh, <laughs> All right, I'm back. I'm still here. Oh, okay. And I'm the only person in this house. 
That is that is insane. It froze on you for just a minute, but you're here. So we're we're good. I got you now. So yeah, Thursday opening day, and then we've got a slew of games on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, etc. It's gonna be baseball every day. We're gonna have hockey every day coming up. We're gonna have the NBA. Hey, interesting thing we're not gonna discuss about today, but uh NBA report came out. Shams tweeted about it just a little bit ago. They have tested everybody in the NBA bubble. Zero positive tests as of today. Definitely. So the NHL tested everybody uh, last week. Uh, it was almost 3,000 people. It's like 2,800 people. Two positive tests. That's what I'm talking about. So That's good, what I'm talking about. Good numbers. Uh, Damian Estrada. No sick from those two. That's good. There you go. There you go. Damian Estrada said, what's up? Uh, Joseph Gomez on YouTube said, who knows more about what's going to happen for the NFL, COVID testing or the players? Uh, and then he said reporters are players. Um, mm. I'd say neither. I, yeah, I was I was going to say that as well. If yeah. I had to pick who knows more between those two, it's probably the players. Probably, yeah. But Hey, let, let's go ahead and dive into it. Let's go ahead and talk about on. that. So the NFLPA and the NFL, of course, been kind of going back and forth. This stuff does not look good to anybody. When you're discussing whether it's money or any of this stuff, you, you got to figure out a way to get out there and play, right? When there are millions of Americans that are without jobs, without whatever else, and it's, I mean, we're talking millionaires against billionaires again, you got to find a way to get on the field. And I think that they will. I, I like what the players have done so far. But what we're going to talk about today to start us off with is the NFL altering their initial preseason proposal to the NFLPA. They initially said they wanted two games. The NFL PA came back and said, eh, screw that, zero preseason zero games. And now the league has come back and said that they, okay, fine, we'll just do one. We're and like, I, we want one game. And I can understand where, I understood where they were coming from with, with two because you want everybody to have one home, one away. You want the walkthrough. You want all of that to see how every stadium is going to be. I understand it. Doing one only half of the league is really going to figure out how their stadium is going to operate in a situation like this. Um, tell me, tell me your thoughts here. I mean, they're we've we've had players coming out. I don't understand the fight with I don't understand the fight with with the preseason. Okay, like I, I listened to Clay Travis today um, go on his podcast. He made the first clean, good argument that I've heard somebody make in a long time about about preseason and the fact that you know college sports don't have a preseason. You know, they just start up, and a lot of times you have incoming freshmen coming in. And we've gotten accustomed to um, big-time games week one, but before the last five, six years, it's been a whole lot of beat the hell out of nobodies, and yeah. that's kind of been a preseason. But we don't have that anymore. A lot of big boy players come in. They come in as true freshmen. They have far less time with the team than, than any of these professionals have. And uh, and they have to be ready to play week one with no preseason. So I get that. If I'm a coach trying to cut down a hundred and something man roster down to, you know, 65, 56, get it, get it all the way cut down. I, I want more opportunities than just practice to figure that out, especially considering they are cutting back on padded practices. Yeah. I just don't know what these guys are capable of doing. Yeah, that's that's the scary thing is, I mean, you, you got to have, it, it's not just the walkthroughs, right? 
you got to have some kind of live reps at some point before you get into this. Because even the difference between preseason and a real live, you know, regular season. Well, here's, game here's the is difference. Massive. He compared it to college football, and that's where he's wrong. College football gets to go live in practice all day, every day with. No, because they don't have a players' union. Yeah. They don't have a collective bargaining agreement, and they go live every day in practice. And so when they start week one, those kids are in as close to game shape as you can be. And in the NFL, they're as far from it as you can be because they've been playing touch hands in shorts and T-shirts for the majority of the summer and the offseason. And, and I, I think – I'm good with getting rid of preseason. You got to give coaches more practice, more, more padded practices to go live. That, that's the only compromise I'd be willing to give. The problem is, is the coaches are the only people not at the collective bargaining agreement table. You got the owners who just want the revenue. You got the players that want as little practice and work as possible for the most amount of money. And the people that actually, ha- and here's the thing, coaches are going to lose their job because they cut somebody that somebody was probably a really good player and somebody gets hurt on another team. They get picked up and we see why the hell did you let that guy go? Well, shit, I didn't have one chance to practice with him. Yeah, I never actually saw him in live practice. I never saw him. I saw him one or two snaps. One or two snaps. And if he stumbles out of the block and, 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 he, and he just one, one hair off – on his whatever he's doing, route, procedure, coverage, whatever, block, then he's going to get cut because we don't know anything about him. Yeah, we haven't gotten a chance to see live reps. And you're going to see coaches get fired, and then you're going to see coaches that don't deserve it and GMs that don't deserve it get extensions because they found these guys and they didn't find anybody. They just got lucky. Uh, Damian Estrada says one preseason game is stupid. Yeah, I kind of agree with that. It doesn't make any sense. I understand the live reps – like it, what's the difference between one and two? Just, yeah, what just what's the difference between one and two? And and really, you need two so that everybody has a home and away. And if you're not going to have yeah. two, just do none. Like it doesn't matter. Uh, hold on, but let me uh, let's see. Joseph Gomez said, would they want to allow significantly more players in reserves in case the virus spikes? So if they allowed that, I could see you because uh, you're rolling with what you got. Well, that is one of the things that they have discussed today. Um, let me go on and, and say this, Dan Graziano said the NFL and the NFLPA have agreed on testing protocols. They will start with daily testing for the first two weeks and then go to every other day if the positive test rate falls below 5%. If it doesn't, they will continue testing daily. That's one of many things. Adam Schefter retweeted that and said, text just now from a league source, getting closer on most, if not all, issues. So that's a step in the right direction. But one of the things that they were discussing, they are going to expand the practice roster size. Now, the difference there is that Anybody can pick from anybody's practice roster. That's what like I was just about to say. The practice roster doesn't protect any players from getting got by any people. It just means they have to clear waivers. Or not, not protect the player, but protect the team. Protect basically. the team. Yeah, that's what I meant. It, yeah. doesn't, it doesn't protect the player. That's what I was trying to say. On a team. So yeah. if you're a coach, you can't just stash somebody on the practice squad. Is that how it works? Any of the other 31 teams can go snap that fool right off your practice squad. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, this is going to be crazy. Um, I'm I'm interested to see what's going to happen, but... I, I wish they would expand the roster. Yes. That would make me feel better. Expanding the practice roster does... No, I mean, it literally does nothing. I, I wish that... I wish that we could get more details from these meetings, from these discussions. Uh, it got a little heated over the weekend. Obviously, 
several, several high-profile players came out with their hashtag, we want to play. The stuff that we talked about on Friday's show with TJ Reeves that, that J.J. Watt was talking about, uh, all of them talking about wanting to make sure that they're protected and all that. And and really, it's on the NFL. I mean, they, they should have had all this stuff kind of locked up. and But it seems that they are getting there. So Yeah, it seems like they were able to put it together pretty quickly. I, I just don't understand why they wait to the last minute. I don't know if they think that it gives them extra bargaining power or whatever. Just put a damn plan together. This is not that hard. Um, give, give them something work with them to see what they want as a plan and then see how much it costs. I'm sure it's just a cheap thing. It probably. You know, they want to test once a week or every four days because the tests are expensive and the players are like, no, no, it's a, it's a hundred billion dollar organization. We're, we're not testing once a week. Yeah. We're testing every day. We're going to make sure that we are safe and that our families are safe. And I, and I uh, totally get, and I'll tell you this, if it falls to you get an NBA situation where you get to nothing, and almost nobody, you go to every other day, and then at some point in time, you go to every four days, and every, then, then we're okay at once a week. Hey, Joseph said, uh, Terrell Owens and Chad Johnson showing up on somebody's practice squad. He said, I can see Jay Cutler getting paid for staying at his house. Amazing. It, I don't think that's how that's going to work. Like, it, that, that's not enough money for those guys to come out. Like, it's no. just not. Practice squad money ain't nothing. So, no. Um, let's move it's on. Let's move on from there. We will continue the football discussion, but uh, we're going to move this into more of the, I guess, college and high school situation. We're going to talk a little recruiting and whatnot. Um, oh, by the way, Matt said they get cut, look good a season somewhere else, and then tank. It's all up in the air. Yeah, it's definitely up in the air. Uh, it is definitely that. So, earlier today, California announced they are delaying, uh, delaying, good Lord, delaying high school football until December 2020 or January 2021, and this is uh, this is a bit of a problem, just a little bit of a problem here. By doing this, like there, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. This is what they're doing. I'm real curious what recruiting is going to look like uh, in California. It's set up a little bit differently, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I believe that out there, you know, there's a lot of talent-heavy schools that kids don't get to play, really, until their junior and senior year because there are so many, and it's not a ton, but in these So many of the areas. prep schools out there are yeah. breeding grounds for for just just crazy amounts of, of what ends up being college football talent, yeah. And on top of that, uh, Corey Foreman. You don't, you don't start four years out there no. because because there's a five-star in front of you every year. Yeah, no, it's it's definitely that. Corey Foreman, number one recruit in the country uh, per two four, uh, 247 Sports, et cetera, expected to go to USC. Uh, he was committed to Clemson. It was a big deal that we talked about earlier in the quarantine because you don't decommit from Clemson. Like, it just doesn't happen. But he came out today, and he said, if they make me choose between my senior season or going to college, please believe I'm headed to my first camp. No questions asked. Like, he ain't sticking around to play – in the fall or in the uh, in the spring, that's yeah, just not happening. There, the way that college recruiting has set up, there are a ton of early enrollees. A lot of these kids get their academics knocked out of the way. They get all the credits and whatnot, and that way they can go on and go and be in camp for their college in January. That is their plan to go on and get ready for the upcoming college season, because at that point it doesn't matter, you know. And that not every kid is Corey uh, uh, Corey Foreman. But this is a massive deal. 
Like, there's a lot of kids that are not going to play their senior high school year. And, well, it's going to open up opportunities for other players. This is kind of a disaster. I just want to know how many kids are going to fall through the cracks because of this. I mean, it's it's a good question. Because, uh, honestly, signing day is in February. Like, <laughs> I mean... That, 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 I mean, the, uh, none of, now, let's understand, we kind of both had a feeling... We weren't going to get any high school football this year. And when I was thinking that, I was trying to figure out how the hell is that going to affect recruiting? Uh, a lot. Because yeah, if you didn't show out in your junior year. I mean, Mississippi has said they're going to play high school football. But we know all this stuff is fluid. They're going to play it as of right now. We don't know that they're going to play it in two weeks. Yeah. We don't know that, you know, come October 3rd, they're going to be playing. I, you know, we just don't know. No, we, we have no idea as it stands. And, and if we don't get high school, because I don't think California is the only state, and I think it's going to be many, many, many that follow. And yeah. I don't know that I disagree with them in the sense that high school football, for the most part, doesn't bring in real revenue. It's not yeah, it's, it's not, not college football. Yeah, it's not that. It's not, uh, it's not college football what makes at these all. Schools, what makes these big prep schools – so much money is great kids come out of there and then they give back. And that's um, that your, your alumni base for some of these prep schools is just ridiculous. Uh, our buddy Matt on YouTube, he said, yes, California had some big time talent and you sat the bench until your senior year to play. And he, he was out there. He knows. Um, Michael Fritz jumped in. He said, A&M recruit already announced he's skipping his senior season and enrolling earlier. Can't imagine he's the first. Uh, he's an ESPN 300 defensive tackle, Victory Vaca. He announced Monday he's skipping his senior season. He's going to enroll at Texas A&M in January. Uh, he, I was just about to say, none of these kids it. can enroll until January, right? Correct. I mean, so you, it's you not gotta, like they can go ahead and enroll now. Yeah, you, you got to – I mean, you got to go ahead and, and get your credits knocked out. But, you know, like, now you and I talk about this all the time. Okay, we had stuff to keep us busy when we were in high school, and when we didn't, we found trouble all the time. How many of these kids? And that's that's not that's not poor kids. It's not black kids or white kids. That's every kid who has nothing else to do and has lots of free time. What well, if, if you got nothing else? Uh, to, what are to these kids going to do for six months until they can go enroll in college? I, I guess they're going to do remote learning. And, and they're going to be doing a lot of e-learning, I'm sure. So it's not like they're going to be going to school and have any real structure in their life. No. What kind of shape are they going to be in? Who's watching them to make sure they stay in shape? I mean, that's a lot to put on a 17-year-old kid. Oh, 100%. I mean, this is... That's a lot you of were, responsibility to say on your own, by yourself, with no coach, with, with no leadership whatsoever... You be ready to get here in January and play D one college football. They well, the good news is if they get there in January, then they've got until you know the next yeah, fall but if to they get, get ready there in January, and they've packed on forty pounds of fat. Yeah, then it becomes a problem. It's not just a workout in, in an off season. I can get that off. Your body is changing. Their body is still developing. Yeah, no, it's I, definitely. That. I just think that that's unsafe. At some point in time it's better to at least allow these kids, if we're not going to play the sport, allow them access to the facilities, allow them coaches and trainers to come in and and say you can use the facilities. It's not like I know these prep schools, okay? I I coached at some of them in the Mississippi Delta, very different than the ones in California. They're not 50-man rosters. They're not 90-man rosters, all right? They're just not 
big schools when it comes to the, the amount of kids. These seniors, especially, they get they get access to the facilities and the coaches can be there. They can wear masks. They can still work out. They can still train all season long. We need somebody with a thumb on them making sure they're minding their P's and Q's and they're taking care of what they need to take care of. Because I, you and I know you leave 17-year-olds alone with, with no real structure and no one watching them and making them, how many of these kids that have potential for real greatness just fall by the wayside? And nobody's going to miss them because there are so many kids out there fighting for those few spots. Yeah. No, 100%. I mean, it, high school football is so incredibly important, and it's what you talked about. It's not just the game itself. It's, it is it's the, not the game. It's, the it's what it does for the kids. Yeah, it is the opportunities it creates. It is the structure. It is, you know, it, it allows kids to get out of bad spots and, you know, ones that are in good spots to propel even more into greatness. Like, it's, it gives them the chance to be something bigger and better. I, you and I have agreed on this, and I believe we've talked about it on the show. Like, we, we both think that kids should be in school, and, and this is a big part of it. I mean, that, that structure is so incredibly important. We're two different people, okay? You come from a, a moderately stable family, and yeah. I came from a completely destructive and chaotic family, okay? I had sports, and the people that played sports with me were my family. They provided a stability that I didn't get from my family, all right? My mom worked two jobs to take care of me, and the only man in my life that took care of me died when I was 12, Yeah. okay? I was on my own without the family of my friends. I had nothing. And you take that away from some of these 16, 17, 18 year olds and dangerous things can happen. You have definitely, I just don't think that's smart. And the ones that have great families, those are the ones that provided me the family. Yeah. They gave me the stability. Their moms and dads stepped up where my mom couldn't. and My dad wouldn't. Yeah. And they, they took care of you. And that's uh, Michael Fritz jumps in on Twitch. He said, the importance of high school football goes far beyond football. It changes kids' futures. Yeah. yeah it's, it's not just the game. It's so much more than that. College, we're having a different conversation. It's a $100 billion business where the kids get very little. Okay? High school is not that. It's so important. And that's, I'm okay that's if you don't want to play because it's not safe. I'm 100% okay. We, gotta find, we can't just lock the door to these kids. That's, I don't know what they're doing, what they're not. But we can't just lock the door to these kids. That's that's not saying that college football is not important outside of the money situation, right? The money is a whole different thing. Oh, yeah. But, no, but college football but, provides opportunities for them to get to that next level, which is incredibly important. Uh, Michael said, coaches are father figures and role models. In a lot of cases, sports are the only structure that they will ever have. Yeah, it, it's incredibly true. Some of them, that's not the case. But a lot of them it is. So that's – we – setting this back – pushing this back to December, January, uh, it's not every recruit. There's a lot of recruits, though, that are just not going to play football for an entire year. And Let me tell you insane. what we're going to see. The next year in 2021, you're going to see some unbelievable JUCO teams. I'm right. talking yeah. you're going to see some badass JUCO teams because there's going to be a lot of talent that falls through the cracks. You've got that right. Uh, a lot, and they're going to end up at JUCOs because they don't have anywhere else to go. And they're going to be – JUCO football is going to be real competitive and probably real fun to follow. Joseph said, do you really need the classes during the day to practice football at the end of the day? Um, well, here's the I deal. don't if, think so, but no. I don't know these certain schools' rules. I'm not making them for them. I'm not a headmaster of these schools. If the school is shut down, um, then they're not going it. to allow it, – it's, it's a group of more than the allotted number allowed by the government, and that's the problem. 
So, I just wonder, are there that many seniors on the team? And if they're not, then then you can weigh that out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, it's, I mean if you've got 15 or 20 seniors, then you can say on Mondays and Wednesdays, you, you know, seven come. And on Tuesdays and Thursdays, you six come and, you know, there's two coaches here to watch him. We're under whatever allotment and we can, you know, put some art come every day. And some of you work outside on drills. Some of you work inside waiting, work lifting weights. And we keep the numbers small enough. And we're all in a lot of little groups. That's the one beauty of football is you can work on a lot of different things in a lot of different places at the same time. Yeah. No, you, and you and that would that keep right. you. I mean, what's your number? As long as it's six or smaller, I could find a way to get 20, seniors because it's not going to be more than 20 seniors in, in, a, in a class I mean we went to a school of over 300 people and all the branches football team you know didn't have I don't know I, be, I bet less than 15 people on it that were seniors uh, you may be right about that I, I feel like it was more but who knows I mean no, it gets small you got a ton of sophomores a lot more juniors and then a small section of seniors yeah and we we talked a lot about you know recruits and whatnot. A lot of these guys are not going to be recruits, but this is still structure. This is still family. That's, like, that's Chris it. was it's not so a, much more than just it, now. It affects those big kids. It affects yeah. those top kids. But, th- but this is way bigger than just them. Yeah. Way bigger than that. Uh, Joseph Gomez said, "Didn't the top twins just sign with Alabama?" Uh, yeah, Tommy and James Brockermeyer. Uh, Tommy was like they the twins are just brothers. Because no, I thought they were different grades. No, they're they're twins. They're twins, both seniors, okay. both both committed. Uh, I want to say James is a top one hundred guy. Maybe, maybe one like of them is 60. just so much taller than the other. Yeah, one. What, they're not identical. Tommy one is, is six like six, a head taller than the other one. Yeah, Tommy is six six, and uh, James is like six three. Six, yeah, yeah, um, six two, six three. I was about to say so, there's a there's a big difference in height. Left tackle and center. associated that with with yeah. uh, different ages. Yeah, no, they uh they they're twins, but. They are they're not identical twins, so they're uh, they're definitely that. But yeah, they they both uh, committed on Friday night or Saturday or something. It was over then, the weekend, yeah. And then yesterday, Terrence Ferguson, uh, offensive guard from Georgia, committed, and that bumped Alabama up to the number two class in the country. So uh, I don't know, not that we're going to get into recruitment too much, but it's funny that recruiting right now for college football for next year is. The classes are so small as of right now, one or two players completely changes your rank from 20th to second or 14th to second or wherever you were. Like, you know, you could have an unbelievable recruiting class right now, and some of those can swing quite a bit. drastically, yeah. Right now, drastically. Right now. here's, Here's the funny thing about it. Like, Ohio State has 19 kids committed right now, and it's, I mean, we're in July. There are more kids committed as of right now then in that in this time in the last two time or last two years combined, like yeah. it's it's really insane how many kids are committing, but they're going to completely different places. Like you, you've still got your your big wigs, right? Georgia's only got ten commits right now. You know yeah. that they're going to be up there, but you know North Carolina's got eighteen commitments or nineteen or whatever it is. Ohio State's got nineteen. Alabama's got fifteen. LSU's got sixteen. Like yeah. it, there's still room for players to go, but there are a ton of kids that have already committed because they know. Like, if you get an offer, you better commit where you're going to go because if you don't have, you know, senior season, if you don't have whatever, uh, there may not be a spot for you if you don't take the slot right now. So a lot of them are saying, you know what, I know where I want to go. Just make a decision and let's go. Uh, Monster X Gaming 652 on Twitch jumps in. Got some uh, some off-topic conversation. He said, the NFL is saying you and your health can go F yourself. 
I don't know if that's really the case. I think they're just not prepared. <laughs> I think that's, but I, hey, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. And then he said, RIP LSU's team. The draft hit them like a truck this year. How do you think they will do uh, with no yeah, camp? They'll finish top 10. I mean, yeah, I think I think LSU's going to be great. I mean, they've got a great culture set. They've got good coaches. and they've Are they going to win the talent. national championship every year? No. They, are they going to have a season like they had last year? No. Nobody will for a long, 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 long time. Yeah, I mean, that was – But no, will they, will they still be really ever. good? Sure. Would they be better than 80%, 90% of the rest of the country? Absolutely. Yeah, I think I think they're going to – And they beat Ohio State, Clemson, and Alabama every year? Probably, probably not. not. That's tough. That's really hard to do. But they are going to be pretty good, I think. So it, it may be kind of tough for the defense, you know, it switch over from Aranda to uh, Bo Pelini. But you got if as long as you got the the Jimmys and the Joes, you're gonna be all right. And they got a good culture down there, so I'm I'm not worried. About Bo Pelini it. got in early enough. This was not a, a, a you know a situation where Aranda took the job pretty quickly. Yeah, and no, it was it was at Bo the end got of in there. And Bo's a stable, established coach. Yeah, he'll be fine. He'll he'll be fine. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Let's move on. Let's talk a little more college football. We're going to talk a little more West Coast here. Um, yeah. Let's uh let's discuss this Pac-12 potential boycott that came up over the weekend. Uh, former Arizona State quarterback Rudy Carpenter, now a podcast and radio host, spoke out on Twitter about some Pac-12 players who are planning to boycott the 2020 season if a list of demands are not met. Uh, these are the tweets that he sent out. He said, uh, "Pac-12 players, talk to, uh, excuse me, Pac-12 football players have created a list of demands for the Pac-12 universities." to take into consideration if the demands are not addressed or complied with, the players are threatening to sit out the season. There is significant support growing among all 12 teams with 50 or more players on many teams in support of the actions demands list. The initial idea was to create a players union. They decided time did not allow for this and figured the best way to create the change they want is to boycott the seasons. Uh, Things they are asking for is 50, 50 revenue share, which I mean, we'll see what happens there. Uh, six, how, do, how do you how do you how do you do that? I have no idea, no idea. How does that even work? Uh, six years of insurance upon graduation, better COVID nineteen testing and protocols, et cetera, et cetera. The player led group is being spearheaded at Cal football, and they have been holding phone calls with other Pac twelve teams. There is some kind of players only meeting or vote that will take place shortly. Uh, I haven't seen anything else about this, but this is what revenue are we counting? Uh, you got me. Because there's not going to be a lot of it this season, I guess. Well, it would but be even television. If it's TV deals, but like that—that that is a bold statement. Here's what I really like a lot. Here's what I love. I love when somebody says, "I demand that you take into consideration." Like, yeah. mm, 
Okay, you don't demand that I actually do anything with this, right? You just demand that I really think about it and consider it? (laughs) You're telling some of the most ruthless people in the country, those who run college athletics, who give zero dams about the actual college athlete, to take into consideration. Now, I do like that these guys are, I mean – they haven't officially become a union, but what is a union? Uh, just a group of folks. Like, you don't have to have some board, and you don't have to have some legal committee and make everybody pay a due and get a card and a badge and have titles, man. You're just all on one page. You all come together, and you say, we want this, or we're not going to play. And if you choose not to, and they can't replace you, then you can probably get whatever you want. If they can't replace you, it's going to be then tough. you're in trouble. Yeah, but I'm, Michael, I'm, I'm for I'm for most of this. I have no idea how, about the revenue I'm all share. for the That's safety weird. stuff, and I really like I actually really like the insurance thing. When you leave college as a college athlete, they think you should have carryover insurance. Maybe we can negotiate that six years to three. Okay, yeah. I'm okay with it. Like we can have a conversation here. I'd be fine with that. We'll we'll provide you some type of health insurance when you leave the school for what you've provided for. Is that there's got to be a way to do that? A split of revenue. I I want the kids to get paid. I don't. I wouldn't even know how to do that because I don't even know how you count the licensing revenue that goes out when you have nine hundred million tiny stores that sell your license apparel. Well, and and on top of that, I mean, it just it, let's take it to a whole different level. Uh, these are all tax exempt status universities. I mean, that yeah. this is a federal thing. You're going to have to change the way that revenue is looked at. Uh, yep. At a federal level, so this yep. is not up to the schools, really. So I'm, I'm with you on the I'm with you on the safety and, and the health and and, and and the COVID stuff. I'm 100 percent with you. We can have the conversation about the insurance. I'm, I really like that way of thinking. I'm I'm all for how can we give something to these kids outside of what I would call a bullshit scholarship because I see what they're actually worth. Yep. And 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 let's let's actually give them something physical that we can hand them even when they leave here. I'm good with all of those things. I don't know how to do the revenue. I like what these guys are doing. Uh, Michael said sitting out only hurts the players. The Pac-12 and the NCAA are not going to hurt. Uh, they'll find the kids to fill the jerseys. And he's probably right about that. I mean, there lies the issue with football is there's always been, because that sport is so loved, there's always been just a, 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 just a churn of kids wanting to play. Yeah. No, you're, you're definitely right. Uh, Michael said, I agree with them getting some of those demands. We all hate the NCAA, but there has to be a better way of going about it. Sitting out is not going to change anything. Uh, yes and no. I mean, it, I mean, if you get some star players to sit, yeah, then, you, at then least, you, you at least draw the attention. If you're a Clemson, and right now Trevor Lawrence and all these superstars that are on that team, and you're Ohio State, and you're, and you're looking at a chance at a national title, and you lose four or five of your best players – that think we're golden, we're moonwalking into the NFL with our resume right now. We don't have to play this season anyway. Let's sit out for a cause. That would cost those teams millions and millions of dollars in revenue just by missing out on the playoffs and and potentially crushing a dream season, a national championship season. It, it would be worth it to those institutions to say, hey, we might have something here. If now, you're Cal, if you however, money, well, Cal, not not so much. But you look at bowl revenue. 
Yeah. How many of these teams are regular bowl comps, you know, com- competitors in the Pac-12? They still get a lot of bowl money. They get a shitload of bowl money. And Rose Bowl money is big, okay? Oh, it's definitely that, but that that's, yeah. that's split up between all the universities anyway. That's that's the way bowls are done. So as long as you've got enough bowl teams to fill up your bowl allotment, you're going to get... But there you know, lies the problem. What if they don't, if all these kids sit, they're not going to have that. No, if, if all of them sit, then yeah. Uh, Matt Miller said, unless you're a locked-in first-rounder, you should play. And then Damian Estrada said, has there ever been a college football lockout? And the answer to that is no. Here, here's the problem that the players would run into. If you sit out, if you go ahead and decide that you're going to sit out, and you sit out one game, and they're, you know the institution says, okay, let's have a discussion, I can't meet all of your demands, and they continue to sit out, they can pull the scholarship. And the kid doesn't get yeah. to go to class, he doesn't get a degree. He doesn't, it, the ones that are not first-round draft picks... That's where the problem comes in because you need the degree. And you can always go back to whatever college you want to and pay for it yourself if and you we want. Know, hang on, and we know how the NFL is, by the way, too. If you're seen as a troublemaker, yep. you, you better have Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields-type talent. Because oh, you're not making on the field if you don't. Well, you, so you got first-rounders to drop. Draft pick, yeah. But you're a troublemaker, you, you're, not, you're no longer a third-round pick. You're a nobody pick. Yeah, you, you might be a seventh-round pick, and that's just so that they might take a chance on you to see how you act. Because they need to fill the roster, and they want to win over everything. But if you're if they think you're a troublemaker, you're going to fall, and it's going to cost you a lot of money, too. Yeah. So, that you know, you've got some risk there. But at the end of the day, man, nothing risk, nothing reward. If, 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 you think, if you think you've got the goods, if you think you have the collection of bodies to do it. Yeah, Michael said okay. very true. Because right now, let's, let's say – 20 people from every one of these football teams decided to sit from all from all 12 teams in the Pac-12. 20 all from every school. It'd be really hard for them to fill a roster to even play a game at all with with that especially if it's more upper class and lower class guys sitting. They can't just bring in a herd of kids last minute. That's not how college works, man. Yeah, I mean, if, they, if they're if they doing it right this second, then... If, they, if, they, if, it, if it's one of those things where we're going to start playing in September or October because you packed well and you're pushing things back, then and, and you pulled the plug right now, they can't fill that team in the next month, two months. No, you're so, right. So they wouldn't be able to play at all, so whatever revenue they were going to bring in is gone. Michael said, very true, but I'm not sure you're going to get a Trevor Lawrence who has probably been paid already to, to risk his future for this. And Matt Miller said, a lot of ki- or if a lot of kids do sit, we will pretty much be watching glorified high school football. Uh, yeah, pretty much. It, it'll just be Well, with, now the uh, thing about Trevor Lawrence jerseys. is, see, maybe it is easier to get him because he's already been paid. And that's all cash money that you can't get back. Possibly. Um, but it, it, we also know that his biggest payday is going to be First round draft pick. Like we know Josh Rosen had all the talent in the world and but he he kinda liked to cause some some stirs. Mm, Josh Rosen had potential to have all the talent in the world. It, I think he's still talented. I think he's still incredibly he's not talented. Close to some of these guys that, that are top that are he was not a true number one draft pick. Now I no. liked him a lot, but because I liked him doesn't mean that he was gonna be great. I've liked a lot of guys that were bust. Yeah, but he he was kind of like he was seen, especially after his junior year. He would have been a top five pick, yes. and then after his senior year, he started coming out. But that and talking has nothing about to do with these. the fact that he cared about stances and making a difference in the right. world, and everything to do with how he played. Yeah. Okay. Okay. We we can 
we can so, agree so to disagree. Example, I think that had something to do with it. If he sits out after his junior after his junior year and don't play his senior year because of this stance, it would have helped his draft status. It, it might have. I mean, who knows? Who knows? It absolutely would have. The hype that was coming off of him after his junior year was crazy. Oh yeah, uh, but that's what I'm saying. He played his senior year, and and then he gets taken after Josh out. I mean, it was just a you know, it was just a mess. Just a mess. Either way, uh, it, I'm curious to see what's going to happen with this. Yeah, I, I mean, who knows? I'm interested to see it playing out, and I'm and I'm good with a lot of the things they're asking for. I got they, they they need to get away from the revenue. I know. I look, I want kids to get paid. There's got to find a way to get them paid without without revenue splits in college. You're just not getting that. Yeah, you're not getting that at all. Uh, Michael said we all want the same thing: pay the kids. The problem is how the hell we, uh, do we beat the man, the NCAA? And uh, Matt Miller said Rosen has gotten two raw deals with the Cards and the Dolphins. Yeah, he he got bad spots in uh. In I, both I completely agree with both of those. The problem is, is he he didn't handle either one of them well at all. No, he kind of whined and bitched his way through them, and that turns him off to the other thirty teams. And and honestly, like had he just shown up and played and balled out and won the jobs, yep. And even be- if he loses the jobs, but he works his ass off constantly, it'd have been different. But these guys that everybody in the league knows who's working and who's not. The assistant coaches talk. I'm not talking about head coaches. I'm not talking about coordinators. I'm talking about managers talk, other players in the locker room talk. They know who's staying late and working with young guys who are willing to stay late and who's not. They know who's bitching about not playing and who's trying to win the spot. Yeah, I can't speak for what's happening to Josh Rosen. I was the guy touting him, saying I would have taken him over all those guys in that draft outside of Lamar Jackson. Oh, yeah. honest about that. I was open about that. If I had to take – one of those quarterbacks in that draft, and it wouldn't look, and it couldn't be Lamar. It would have been him. I was wrong on that. Yeah. Now yeah. I don't know that any of them worked a damn. By the way, <laughs> I've been right on that so far. So far. So far. All right. Let's uh, let's hit our last topic of the day. And who is this a doozy? Um, Antonio Brown announces that he is retiring again. I am. Uh, here, before we get to that, uh, Fritz said, if Rosen is good, he'd be playing. He wrote checks he couldn't cash. And then uh, Joseph Gomez said, Rosen needs a team that believes in him and some coaching. If Trent Dilfer can win a ring, almost anyone with talent can do it. Yeah, Trent Dilfer played with maybe the best NFL defense of the last 20 years. Yeah, that, that's, so, now, yeah if you drop Rosen in one of the greatest teams of all time, sure. Yeah, then you might be able to do that. But, but, but we don't have those. They come around once a decade, man. Yeah, it's and those quarterbacks that are at those teams – as long as they don't turn the football over. It, yeah, Brad it, Johnson won one with the Bucks. Yeah. I mean, they're, right. they're pretty Brad, Brad uh, Johnson good. might have been the 28th best quarterback in the league that year. And he's, and he still got him a Super Bowl ring. He got him a ring because that team was just stupid loaded. So, here's the headline as far as Antonio Brown goes. Antonio Brown <laughs> appears to announce his retirement. The Seahawks remain interested, but they are waiting on an NFL decision. Brown hinted at his retirement. Um he, I mean, he had several different tweets, right? And he expressed several times on social media over the past year that he was retiring, so it's hard to believe him when he says this stuff. Um, but he pulled it again on on Monday, on today. And, it, you know, there's, there's actual interest in signing him, but it sounded like <laughs> Matt Miller said Antonio must have forgotten his antipsychotics this morning. Uh, it sounded like it had to do with... Too much work to be able to get reinstated, or it's not worth the risk of dealing with all the COVID stuff. 
Uh, Michael said, can the NFL just change the locks on the door so A.B. can't get back in? I, look, it, he's not back in right now anyway. It, but he, he is, had a chance to get in. He had a chance to be in yes. with the Seahawks, like a good team. And and instead, he and continues he didn't want to go through the show out. pain in the ass to get reinstated. Well, you don't get to be a pain in the ass and get kicked out of the league and then just moonwalk back in the door. Somebody, and basically I'm going to bet the pain in the ass is somebody has to give an approval, right? Yeah. Now, do we even know who his agent is anymore? Cause Drew Rosenhaus dropped him. Dropped him. Yeah. I, I have when no Drew idea. Rosenhaus walks away, brother. That's your agent. When he says this guy can't be saved. That's when I knew his career was over. Oh, and it's, I mean, it's Rosenhaus. Like Rosenhaus takes almost anybody. We talked anybody, about that on the show. Anybody. I mean, it's it's just unbelievable. Um, and so if maybe he doesn't have, uh, maybe he doesn't have an agent right now. That's, that would over. probably make it difficult to uh, get reinstated if you don't have somebody working for you. Hold on, he he signed an agent, Ed Wazalewski, veteran agent. Anybody else of EMG Sports? Uh, hold on, I'm, it, apparently he's a veteran NFL agent. Okay, all right, okay. Then he's got somebody working for him that probably knows what he's doing. But but the fact that Drew Rosenhaus would cut you, I mean, that's... Yeah, that's, that's not a good sign, brother. That's when, not a good when, sign. when your agent drops you, that's not a good thing. That's just not a good thing at all. Um, oh. I mean, I, when he represents I like a third of the league. That's it. Yeah, exactly. Um, let's see. I don't see... I mean, this doesn't even tell who who Ed represents. I just don't see anything. About Maybe he used to be a he was a veteran agent, which means he used to used to be a big agent. Maybe maybe he saw uh, he saw this as uh, as his way of getting back in. Maybe I mean we'll see. So I'm actually looking it up right now. This is terrible radio, but uh, but I don't care. I'm actually interested. I mean that this is. So I'll, I'll address the AB situation. What I'm more concerned about with this 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 him retiring again thing. This guy thrives off of attention. I mean, if there has ever been an attention whore in the league, it is Antonio Brown. I'm actually really worried what life looks like when he no longer has football to get him the attention he needs. Okay. Are you ready for who he represents? Sure. The top three names on their client list on their website. Naheem Hines, running back from the Colts. Julian Davenport, offensive tackle for the Dolphins, and Nate Stuper, who is the linebacker for the New York Giants. That is their three highest-profile NFL players. All right. No disrespect to any of those guys, but uh, I'm going to bet that 80% of football fans don't know who they are. I don't know who any of them are except for Hines. Yeah. I'm uh, – I mean, who? This is wow. – yeah. This is something else. That is something else. Uh, I, I I just I just I worry about this guy. Oh, I, I ditto. At some point in time, we're going to see him. I just don't want it to be on TMZ. Uh, Joe Ostman from the Eagles. Darius Jennings from the Titans. Uh, let's see who have we got here from the Bills. We got a uh, Colin Genove. Uh, yeah, this is. I don't even know any of those guys from college. And we follow um, college football in the NFL pretty closely and have for five, six years now? Yeah, long time, long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nick Scott, Matt, I mean, I, I I got nothing. I got nothing. Malik Goldman, Ben Edwards, I don't even know. This is awful. 
Like I, I and this is awful on my part because I don't know these guys at all. But this like, is, I don't know that it's awful on your part, man. I just don't. It's okay. Okay, so they're not like one of the biggest agencies around. That's all right. That's okay. Yeah. I mean, they they everybody needs an agent. Like they got a big fish. I'm gonna bet he's getting all of their attention and still not able to be happy. Uh, Joseph Gomez said, "Did those Raiders checks clear all of a sudden or something?" Uh, and then Matt Miller said, "Agents are hoes that will do anything for money, even taking money from people with mental problems." Uh, well, there's no money well, coming think, in. From I do AB. think AB has mental problems. I mean, I, I think there's uh, something wrong upstairs with him. Agreed with that. I and can we can we say hoes on the air? Is that well? I mean, we can say whatever we want. I you guess tell so. me don't use just, the f word anymore, but I just wonder if that's. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I guess we said it. It's whatever. Uh, Damien said, A.B. just pulling a McGregor stunt. This man is not retiring. Yeah, he, he's done this multiple times, and it gets him attention every time. And we are playing right into it. We're talking about it. But here's the thing. You guys like talking about it, too. I mean, that's the thing. No, like, I'm fine with talking about it. I don't care. I just think it, at some point in time, the, the phone call is going to stop coming, and the retirement is going to be real because nobody else wants you. All right. You're not going to have the Brett Favre situation because Brett Favre kept getting phone calls, which is why the conversation lasted five years. Which he because he was getting job offers because he could play these job like, offers. I think AB can play. Oh, I think he can I right now. I, don't, I, don't, I think he's got a hum and a drum going on and, and we've got a we've got a different problem and nobody wants to touch this guy because of that. Mike. I think he could play flat out. Oh yeah! If he went to the Seahawks right now, he'd be their best receiver. He'd be the best receiver on eighty percent of the teams in the league. Yeah, Michael said, "How but long before this no-name agent drops him?" And he said, "I wonder if this guy even knows he's representing or AB. Uh, if he's no, representing you know, AB, no, if, if, if you've got a contract with Antonio Brown, you know it because you know the dude's not stable." <laughs> Michael said, "That's like me saying Gary Seekers is my agent, <laughs> and yet I would have no idea. Like, <laughs> I don't know that you want me representing you, brother." You might want Chris. He's a he's a better businessman than I am. We'll just I'm say that. Arguing. <laughs> and if I don't win, I just make him feel like shit. There you go. There you go. <laughs> ah, is there anything else that has popped up today that you've seen? No, no. That's that's it. I mean, anything else would be minor. I think. Uh, I think you're now probably she's going right. to throw out the first pitch of the Nats Yankees game. Wait, who is it? for you? Who who is it? Fauci. Really. I mean, I this guy, this guy, I he's a swear to you, brother. He, uh, he's a celebrity. I'll, I'll say this. Uh, do you hear him come on today and talk about how New York did everything correctly? Uh, okay. Well, I'm gonna get it. Hey, I will tell you this. I do, I do want to address one thing. So, like, I know we make light, we try not to make light, we take the Rona serious here, okay? But all the athletes that tested positive. And all of the staff and all that stuff, nobody's been sick except for Freddie Freeman. Freddie Freeman finally spoke on that, and he talked about how he oh, was, it was he, serious. He was calling. He was calling for Jesus. Yeah. So said, please so don't take. If it. if you have symptoms, is bad. This seems like one of those things where it's nothing. It's nothing. It's nothing. It's nothing. It's nothing. Holy shit! I'm dying. Yeah. It's. I mean, we'll see. We'll see. But so I do far, like that I do like that the NBA had goose egg, and I like that the NHL had two. You're talking about thousands of people between those two organizations in two. That's a good thing. Oh, I just want sports back. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Uh, Michael said the WCE agency. 
Uh, Damien said, by the way, I didn't know you could use social media in the asylum. Damn, that must be good Wi-Fi. And then, <laughs> talking about AB. Oh. And then uh, Matt Miller said, what's more likely, AB stays retired, plays in the NFL, or stars in a sex tape? Uh, the sex tape thing is going to happen. Yeah, I'd, I'd bet that. That's what I said. The people that are going to keep up with him is going to be TMZ. That's what we don't we don't want to see him on TMZ. Well, I mean, that's, that's who's going to be keeping up with him. If VH1 still had that show where they put, like, 20 B-list and C-list celebrities in a house to live together for a while. Yeah. He would be one of those now. He's oh, yeah. now, in two years, he's going to be a guy that nobody's heard of before. And he's going to be looking for something to get him attention. Problem is, is I don't think this guy has any other skills. I think I think you're right. I mean, remember, he he was on that uh, that Fox show, The Masked Singer. Um, he was on that, and then everything just went to crap. I mean, it yeah. was, it was I, I just I just don't think he has a whole lot to offer society. He was a hell of a football player. Oh, he certainly was. He certainly was. Michael said, "Thanks, guys. Great show. Gig'em. And that uh that will wrap us up, I believe. Yeah. So let's get out of here. You guys know what to do. WinningCuresEverything.com is the website. Go over to SportsbookReview.com. That will be our home for college football content this coming season. Uh, <laughs> Michael said, "AB Winning Cures Everything Ad Spot." <laughs> yeah, let's let's do that. Let's do that. Uh, we sell yep, yep, we'll be doing that. Uh, Joseph Gomez said, what happens first? AB signs with the team or us getting a murder hornet shirt? I've already got the, I'm getting the shirt ready. I swear to you. Uh, Huey was over at the it house. Me. Like, not to, yeah, I know, I hadn't shown you yet, but I, I've, I've been working on it. I showed it to Huey last weekend. Um, it's, it's coming. It's going to be here. My house. Yeah, and I should have I should have brought it over. I, should, I, I don't know. I should have brought him over. Either way, uh, we were trying to social distance, so he sat on one oh, end of the couch. You you don't have to social distance. You come to my house. I, you sit <laughs> in my lap. I don't care. <laughs> All right, winningcureseverything dot com is the website. Picks, preview, uh, podcast, video, social media. Uh, yeah, I can't talk. Platforms. Make sure you're subscribed everywhere. Go do it to it. Share the show out. Tell your buddies about it. Of course, the podcast. Leave a nice five star review. Make sure you are subscribed. Go over to sportsbookreview.com. All of our college football content will be over there starting in August, and we are going to have a ton of it. Uh, we are we are getting started here very, very soon. So you guys go check it out. Do the damn thing. Share the show. We love you all. Thank you for joining in and driving the conversation in the chat. You guys are the best every single day. I can't stress it enough. Thank you so much for allowing us to be a part of your afternoon. With that said, you guys take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. We'll see you again tomorrow. Thanks for checking out Winning Cures Everything. If you want to keep up with us, hit subscribe on YouTube or your favorite podcast app. Visit the website at winningcureseverything.com or you can like us on Facebook or follow us at Winning Cures, at Gary WCE, or at Chris B. Giannini on Twitter. Share out the show, leave a nice review, and make sure to comment and tweet at us. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. 
Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.